Hello and welcome back to the Embodied Potty. I'm your host, Emily Blackwell, Chicago-based yoga instructor, retreat leader, women's empowerment coach, business mentor, and your biggest fan. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. And if you've listened in up to episodes in the past, I'm so grateful for you. I just can't believe that it's a thing where I become inspired on a topic and I get to record myself, speak about it, and then you're willing to listen to it. It just blows my mind every time. (laughs) It's dope. Thank you so much. Um, The things that I share in this podcast are meaningful to me in that they have all played a role in how I help myself self-heal, right? How I've helped myself heal in the past and how I continue to practice radical acts of self-love along my journey of growing and living and just being a human, right? being a teacher, being a coach, being a partner, being just a person in this world takes a lot. And so I just love, love, love sharing these tools, these ideas, these concepts, these philosophies with you in hopes that you can use them in some way, shape, or form that they will resonate with you and help you transform your life, right? And and, and by transform your life, I mean change your life in the way that you just love yourself more, you accept yourself on a deeper level, and for everything that you are. And that is my greatest hope for you as you listen to this podcast. And it's perfect because today's topic is all about that, all about loving ourselves for everything that we are, every little ounce. Um, But before we get into it, I do want to mention that if you're listening to this episode and you are looking to make a little bit of extra cash, please reach out to me or you can pause this uh, episode right now. I am looking for folks to listen to my podcast and take away any powerful content that really resonates with them, write it up in a note, in an email, and send me your favorite quotes and lines and concepts and philosophies or aha moments, anything like that from the show. I'm looking to build the presence of my podcast up online through social media and through email, um, doing lots of back end work on that right now. So if you're able and willing, and if you are looking to make a little extra cash, pause this episode, send me a message, tell me that you're about to listen to this, this, uh, show. And then as we move through the show, if you find anything that really strikes a chord with you, write it down and send it to me and you'll get paid for it. Sound good? Otherwise, just sit back, relax, and enjoy. So I am super excited about today's episode. Um, There's a lot to it, and I'm going to try to make it as easy to digest as possible. So we are talking today about welcoming Scorpio season. And welcoming Scorpio season might feel a little intimidating to you because it kind of did to me. Um, poor Scorpios, right? In the past, I feel like they've gotten a really bad rap. And I mean, there are reasons to that, right? Like in generally speaking, um, Scorpio's ruthless badassery has 
sort of always had a, had a way of coming off as a little intimidating and it has to me. And like, and before this year I was like, yeah, Scorpio, ah, so spooky. Right. But we're taking the spooky out of Scorpio this, this year. Um, and this is because that Scorpios are, um, typically super duper honest and unapologetically direct. Right. And so we are going to be welcoming this energy, this round, right, this season. Um, and we're going to be using it in combination with invoking the energy of the yoga goddess Kali, who is an archetype of the divine Shakti energy, the divine feminine energy. It's using Scorpio season with Kali energy to embrace the fullest expression of who we are, right? To help us cultivate that deeper sense of unconditional self-love, you know, like what I was talking about at the beginning of the episode. So like I mentioned, poor little Scorpios, right? Gotten a bad rap. Um, their unapologetic directness and honesty can be intimidating and I will say um, triggering to those of us who have yet to embrace our own authentic and inherent power and truth. Huh? <laughs> right? They can be super intense. And if we have not, um, if we are not stepping into our fullest expression of ourselves or of our power, then this kind of energy will be absolutely triggering for us, right? Here's the thing. We don't want to confuse Scorpio's directness with being cold-hearted. Um, Scorpios are deeply, deeply, deeply passionate beings with fiery love at their heart center. And so when I speak about comparing Scorpio energy with the yoga goddess Kali, um, that is because she, like Scorpio, up front can seem super harsh and uh, like first they're sour, then they're sweet kind of thing. Um, she's known as the goddess of revolution. And she is in, like I mentioned, she's an archetypical... <laughs> I think I said that right. Manifestation of the divine feminine energy, Shakti. Though like at the surface, she, like Scorpio, generally speaking, displays nothing of that like soft feminine quality, right? I don't really want to say that about Scorpios. I take that back. But when we think about, I just feel like really Scorpios have just really gotten just the shit end of the stick here. People are always like, oh my God, you're a Scorpio. Eee! I'm not a Scorpio, but You've heard it. You've heard it. Let's all be nice as Scorpios. Sheesh. I think after this episode, you really will want to. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like I'm saying, like first they're first they're sour, then they're sweet kind of thing, right? Um, Scorpios are Scorpios are season. Excuse me, Scorpio season invites us to really dive into the fullness of who we are and unleash it into the world right? In all of our magic and our mess. Scorpio says, be authentically you, right? Fear, feel the fear and do it anyway. Let your freak flag fly. Let your fierce flag fly. Scorpio says, 
speak your truth, go for your dreams, and do it all with the intention of prioritizing peace for your heart, mind, body, and soul as you step into your truest, most authentic self. And for this reason, like for these reasons, right? I'm loving Scorpio season this year and I'm really doing everything that I can to embrace it. And I want to say that if you have been waiting for a sign to speak your truth, to show up as you are, to be honest about who you are, where you are, what you need, to have difficult conversations that you've been putting off, right? to finally pull the plug on certain things that are no longer serving you, now is the time to do it. Step into your authentic self. So here's the thing though. <laughs> It's tough. <laughs> it's tough to step into the full the fullness of who we are, right? Um, Scorpios are super um, emotional beings, as we all are, right? But these are just the qualities of Scorpio. Very emotional. Um, can be really intense, right? Can um, keep it real. Um, Scorpio says, "Expose yourself and be proud of it," right? Um, not rejecting any piece of yourself, even the parts that feel ugly or are known to be ugly, like, right. Like by society, like anger, frustration, um, impatience, all of these things that are seen as negative, that when we look deep in the core of them, they're actually rooted in powerful, fierce love. And for me, that brings me a lot of peace because I'm a human being. I go through all different kinds of emotions. I don't give a shit how much yoga I do, how long I meditate for, how many pranayama exercises I do in the morning, what mudra I'm holding in my hand. Life is happening and life is always changing. And once we grow through one thing, we grow. We have a new challenge to overcome, right? A new thing to learn about ourselves, a new layer to dive into, to heal, and to love essentially. And so I think this is great because to me, this says full on embodiment of who we are in any given moment, no shame, no guilt, right? About how we feel and what we need and who we need it from and so on and so forth. Um, so showing up raw and exposed like this, letting our fierce love live and manifest boldly is not easy. <laughs> it's scary. It's super scary. And it it's stopped and blocked all the time by different manifestations of fear, of shame, of guilt, of what ifs, of comparisons, of imposter syndrome, of all of these things that say that we will be unloved if we show up as who we are. That's where Kali comes in. Kali is the fiercest of all feminine energy, of all the goddesses. She was also like kind of had a bad rap for a really long time. And she's seen as the dark one. She has like an like a sword. When you see her a lot of times in photos, she's holding the severed head of Shiva, of skulls around her neck like she looks 
gnarly. But that's the thing about her is up front, she's a she's a little aggressive. She's abrasive, but she is fierce. And her fierce love is manifested through seemingly aggressive acts of putting death because she holds a sword, right? So she holds a sword and so she's slicing, she's severing everything that stands in our way of embodying our true power in deep, unconditional self-love. So you think words that cut like knives to sever the heads of our fear-based egos, that's Kali. When we start to develop this negative self-talk of like, oh, fuck, I really want to be my truest authentic self, but I'm fucking scared of shit. Nobody's going to love me or people are going to think I'm different. Well, I am different, right? But like people are not going to accept me. I'm scared. I'm nervous. I'm guilty of who I've been in the past. I don't believe that I'm worthy of showing up as who I am now because of my past. Kali says, fuck that. Get that shit out of here. You're fucking done with that. She's like slice, 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 cutting all of that negative self-talk out of your inner dialogue. Super dope. Super fierce. I resonate with Kali a lot as an Aries and as a coach. I have just this like tendency to be super upfront and honest and direct. And the reason that I do it is because of the love that I have for the things I'm passionate about, right? And I'm passionate about you seeing your power. I'm passionate about my clients experiencing their power on the deepest, most transformational level, right? Like just groundbreaking power. You have that inside of you. I have that inside of me. I know that. And we can feel that power, whether we're doing something that feels awesome or even in the moments where we're feeling like shit. Because we're still a human being and we're still going through emotions. And we have the power to be present with what we're going through. Kali is here to sever the heads. I love that. To sever the heads of our fear-based egos. Kali also comes in to play when we are quitting bad habits, right? Things that hold us down. Quitting cold turkey with zero more. She's like, slice, slice, cut, cut. You're done. You're out of here. You're holding me back from stepping into my greatest power. You're holding me back from really tapping into the deep self-love that I have for myself. So, when we're, when we're, as we're stepping into Scorpio season and we are, um, invited to step into the fullness of who we are and all of our realness, our rawness, our deep, passionate, intense emotion, whether it be something that is typically known as positive or something that's known as negative, we have the opportunity to use Kali to alchemize that negative perception of our intensity into power, into knowing that my intensity is rooted in love. I'm super frustrated right now because 
um, I have this deep love and I'm really confused or I'm really angry right now because I love this thing or this thing happened and this is making me feel not disassociated with that or like that love or connection or whatever it is, right? And it's okay to feel that way. It's okay to get angry. It's okay to get frustrated. This means you're passionate. <laughs> Obviously there are, you know, ways of communicating and translating our uh, anger and frustration without harming others or ourselves, right? Ahimsa. We think about ahimsa, non-harming, non-violence, one of the yogic yamas that we practice, or I would call it a yama and niyama because it's something that we do for ourselves as well as others. There are, of course, ways to do this kindly, but we also want to do it truthfully, right? Like based in satya, in our truth. And Scorpio says, let's fucking do it. And Kali says, all right, I'm down. Let's go. Expose yourself. And anything that says that you shouldn't or that you should be scared to do that, I'm fucking putting death to it. Her sword is the force that slices through delusion, through ignorance, false hope, and lies. She is a multifaceted and multilayered goddess both as an inner force, a spiritual and psychological power, and as a force in the universe, right? And so what's funny is that when we go through these like steps of like, okay, um, all right, I was in a place, I was not feeling good about where I was, but I've released that those feelings about feeling where I was. Well, now I'm guilty because I know better. I shouldn't be feeling that bad, right? No, that's all bullshit too. That's just like another cycle, another way of the ego, like stepping in and being like, oh, even though you like, you went through that thing and you overcame it, I'm going to try to bring you down again. And Kelly's like, nope, slice, slice, you're done. Don't even try it. <laughs> so Kelly's super intense. So are Scorpios. So are Scorpios. And I like it. I'm here for it. I'm super duper here for it. Um, the way that we see them, the way that we perceive them, however, in any given moment has everything to do with where we are in our journey, right? If we are not ready to face our own truth and to step into who we are and to be honest about who that is, be real about who that is, then we're going to be super triggered by this energy, by, right? Like by brutally honest, unapologetic directness, um, fierce love that seems aggressive, but it's not. There's a deep undercurrent of love here. But if, if we are not ready or willing to be with ourselves in our truth, then we are not going to receive the beauty of these two powerful energies. We're really not going to, we're not going to be open to that because we're too scared, right? We're too scared. And sometimes like the way that we can embody these energies is it's different no matter, depending on where we are, right? Like in our journeys. Um, sometimes it's through surrender. Okay, I'm just going to sit back, relax, and like 
I'm going to take it. I'm going to take, I'm going to be fucking honest with myself, or I'm going to let this person be really honest with me. And I'm just going to take it and I'm going to receive it. And I'm surrendering to it. I'm surrendering to the intensity. I understand. And then at other times, it's going to be through pure stamina. (laughs) Keep going. Keep going. Keep being yourself. Keep being honest. Keep moving in the path of your authentic truth. Keep going. Keep going. No matter how many things try to stop you, no matter how many obstacles or blocks right, get in your way. We have to keep going. One of Kali's teachings is that in order to, for something new to be born, old structures, habits, thought patterns, behaviors must be destroyed. Must be destroyed. Scorpio is like this in that Scorpio's truth destroys lies. Don't live in a lie. I did that for way too long and it's terrible. It eats away at you. It eats away at you. For me, it caused so much self-sabotage and just self-loathing. It was just awful. Awful. Stop rejecting your passionate nature as negative intensity and start transmuting it into power by recognizing that the root of it all is in love. And I say this because I'm a human, you're a human. We're going to go through intense times in our lives. And if we can do that with a radical love and self-acceptance, then we can truly embrace the fullness of who we are in our magic, in our mess, in the ups, in the downs, when we make mistakes, right? When we grow. Seeing everything as a means to deeper self-love is powerful. (laughs) And it's just so beautiful. And I will say to all Scorpios out there, thank you. Thank you for being so unapologetically yourself and for inspiring us to do the same. And know that when you come off as triggering to those others, other folks in your life, right? It's most likely because they have yet to embrace their own authentic power. And you can show them how by leading the way, right? We don't, we don't help people change by forcing them to do anything. We are leaders. We become leaders. We take our light and we lead others in our light into their own light. And then it just spreads and spreads and spreads and spreads. And we do that by setting a an example of being authentic, loving ourselves deeply, being patient, compassionate, honest, real with ourselves on all levels so that we can continue to walk the path to a life that is authentic and aligned with our heart's desires and with who we are in the entirety of our humanness. 
We are spiritual beings having a human experience. These in times of intensity, these challenges, these opportunities for growth, this is just all a part of the deal. If we want to have these experiences of light and of love and of beauty and of connection and bliss, we have to take everything that comes with it. There is darkness. There are shadows. Sometimes we get it right. Sometimes we get it wrong. Either way, we're still eternally deserving of this deep, unconditional love. So thank you for listening. I hope that this energy resonates with you. I am looking forward to hearing what you thought about this podcast. Um, If you'd like to dive deeper into either of these topics, send me a message. Let me know. Um, If you are looking for more support in your life on how to take these concepts and integrate them into your day-to-day routines and your activities, into your relationships, into your jobs, reach out to me. I'm here to support you. If you are looking to take these concepts and fly with them, if you are a spiritual entrepreneur who would like to launch a business, doing what you love to do, reach out to me. I've got a couple of things coming up uh, in the coming months to support you in these processes. Um, Look out for the second round of Self-Love Sundays, my virtual uh, self-love program. A little bit of yoga, meditation, pranayama, journaling, discussion. These are coming up again. I'll also be launching a group coaching program in January, running from January to March, 2022. And that will be for soul-based entrepreneurs who are excited and ready to start their business, businesses, shall I say. And then in December, I am hosting a new moon women's goddess retreat with my friend, Jennifer Lynn Levine. Um, We are going to Saugatuck, Michigan, December 3rd through the 5th, and we are doing a women's winter retreat, and we're centering it around the new moon in Sagittarius. So we're going to be doing daily yoga, meditation, pranayama, as well as a couple of different workshops. Uh, I'm going to be leading an embody your moon goddess ceremony. So we're going to tap a little bit more into this Shakti energy, uh, this lunar flow, right? These two kind of go one in the same. The moon is super feminine. (laughs) And we're going to be honoring and invoking the new moon in Sagittarius. It's going to be beautiful. Jennifer is going to be leading us through a, a chakra conscious cooking class. Uh, All the meals will be included in the retreat and they will all be plant-based, organic, sustainable, like top shelf, the best of the best of the best just for you. She's going to be leading us through a chakra journey through food. So it's going to be absolutely incredible. We're going to tap into each one of our chakras, align them, shine them, feed them, nourish them with beautiful foods and energy. And the community is going to be absolutely magical. 
those who have put their deposits down so far, I know every single one of them. And I am just really excited, almost a little nervous for how much magic is going to be in one house for a weekend. Like Sagatuck, Michigan is going to implode. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Um, we want you to be a part of our community. If you are looking for a community of like-minded women and humans in general, right? Because we all have people of other and all genders that are connected to us. This retreat is for fem identifying only just as just to create a sacred space for our sisters. Um, but if you are looking for a community, um, we are here for you. We want you to be a part of it. We, we love you already. <laughs> so any questions about any of that, please reach out to me. You can reach out to me on Instagram at Emily Blackwell yoga. Um, on Gmail, emilyblackballyoga at gmail.com. You can find information on the retreat through my Instagram, also my website, and I will put all the links and all the good stuff down in the show notes of this episode. Um, emilyblackballyoga.com slash forward slash winter dash retreat is where you'll find all of the retreat information. Um, let's see. And lab, last thing is, is if you are interested, if you enjoy this podcast and you have some takeaways, you want to write them down, send them to me. This is a 30 minute episode. Um, I will pay you for your time. I really appreciate it. And I am really looking forward to hearing what you thought about this episode and connecting with you in the future. I'm sending you all of my love and gratitude. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Namaste. Have a beautiful beautiful rest of your day.